Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Today is April 11th and the Yankees got swept by the Astros. Here we go. Let's talk about this one. Didn't play a single clean game. Didn't get a lot of good performances. Some good, a lot of bad. Let's talk about this one. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. And it's an early song this time. I don't know if you guys remember, but negative episodes don't they don't get the song, Jake. You don't get the song. I mean, if it's really bad, you get zero song. Zero song. I gave you a we, I, I gave you a little song today. There was a debate if we should provide the song, and we it's it's early. You still get a little song today. A little bit of song. It's it's early to be cutting off songs, but I feel like cutting off songs. Well, anyway, my name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. He's coming to you from a conference room in his apartment complex. hey And this episode is brought to you by three people. Anthony Grogno. How would you say that? I just butchered it. Uh, Garano? Garano? I said something like I got like half of a sneeze and then something got stuck in my throat. Grogno. Anthony Grogno. James Anderson. James Anderson won the March Madness bracket, Jake. Yeah. Did you make him a shirt yet? He w- I was going to make him a shirt, but he said he just wanted the talking yank shirt. And I was like, well, I can get down with that. Well, that's so I- fine. And then he but said. that's not what he signed up for. So <laughs> yeah. don't give him that damn shirt. <laughs> it's already on the way. James, it's uh, on the way. You blew it. Uh, it was less work for me. <laughs> I was like, if. And it supports the brand, supports us. So I was like, wow. awesome, awesome. Uh, People change. No, but you know what? He was like, well, since I won this shirt, I, I guess I, I should sign up for Patreon now. Balance now it I out. Know, now I know you're just dodging the last name right now. <laughs> the last name of the last name is Palicki, which I like that. It looks like it's Pierogi Palicki. It looks like Pierogi Pericky, but how would you pronounce that name? Pierre? Piergio? I'm, I'm saying pierogi, Palicki. I think that's a Polish last name. I think they've got an ancestor that loves a good pierogi, and they let it rip. Is Palicki a last? Uh, uh, is Palicki a Polish last name? I think so. Ends with a vowel. Got got some hard consonants in there. I think it's got a chance. According to Google, it's Polish. Yeah, it's all the same. Remember when we lived in the second biggest Polish? City in America behind Chicago. Yeah. All this times the cemetery bias was just ski, 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 ski. A skis dead in those in that ground. Anyway, a lot of Yankees dead from the series today. Am I right, Jake? No, boy. That was a bad series. Got swept. Not a lot of good. How are you doing, Jake? We won half. We won half the series. We won none of the games. Yeah, we won. Uh-huh. We won like the first half of a lot of the games. We won half the series, no games. Um, I'm. So I think you and I have flip flopped from last episode or voicemail episode where you were running hot. I'm running hot on a few topics. Um, I'm I'm sure we'll run into them a little bit. Uh, the bullpen, different people in the bullpen, the whole Guardy, Clint, everything going on out there. So. Um, I don't know. I have 
I, I think this is where you and I are fully aligned, though. We have strong opinions that are almost non-opinions. Like, like people think coming at me about, like, why is Brett Gardner in center field and leading off? And it's like, and then they say, oh, well, he should be our fourth outfielder. And it's like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree he should be our fourth outfielder and not leading off. But half our team's hurt. And if he wasn't there right now, imagine if Clint or Wade or Mike Talkman were a center fielder. So I, people are bringing these takes like they're takes, and they're not. Like, the guys in the bullpen are pitching bad. Mm-hmm. And right now it's just a game of who do you like more. I, I, I was on Periscope for the last couple innings of this third game, the Wednesday night game, and I was getting bombarded with Gardner leadoff. And I was like, listen, would DJ, if they put a lineup out tomorrow and it said DJ was the leadoff hitter, would I be upset? No. Would I be happy with the decision? Yes. Do I think Gardner batting leadoff is in the top five of the problems going on with the Yankees right now? Maybe top 10? Exactly. No. It's not even close to a priority of what's wrong, but the hive mind of the fans have decided this is what we're honing in on. This I've is the it. this is the one thing. And it's like, there's so many other things. The bullpen sucks. They can't get anyone out. The hitting is lackluster and just goes dead at times. The defense is atrocious. The base running has been bad. The starting pitching was bad. Half the team's hurt. These are real things that are causing Gardner batting leadoff. He went 0 for 10 in his first two games. Since then, he has a 380 on base percentage. Just shut up. <laughs> quit, quit skipping the things that are they're so easily the problem, Jake, that people yeah. wanna people wanna find, no, you know what it actually is? Yeah. And then they just crawl through the obvious things and dig and dig and dig and find this one grain of sand and be like, it's this. Every guy, every person has two guys on the team that they don't like for whatever reason. Yeah, so we did this on Periscope, but everyone, ha there's the only people that aren't hated on this team are Judge and Tanaka right now. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, whatever two guys you don't like, you're just leaning into and saying that's the problem. If you if you were against them getting James Paxton because he's injury prone, he's never thrown 160 innings. Sonny Gray 2.0. <laughs> now you now you hate him because he's terrible. Um, man, Zach Britton. Some of the stuff I was getting for Zach Britton tonight. We we just have this selective memory right now. Zach Britton had a zero ERA over ten innings in September and October to end last year. He gave up three hits in 9.2 innings. He was lights out. Yeah, But well, people want to forget that because of the Christian Vasquez oppo taco shot, which, okay, yeah, I was mad about that too. But he has two bad games, and he's the problem. Holder's oh, I don't even think he had a bad... When Clint could have caught the fly ball, we'll get there, babe. Um, but it's <laughs> Holder, whoever, whoever uh, uh, you want to point at. Guardy's old. Chad. Um, 
who also oh, Chad, had a who Chad also hasn't had a, been right for eighteen months. <laughs> who also had a fly ball out drop. Yeah. All um, right. Uh, all right. So that's where Ryan and Jake's heads are at. Good. Okay. Fun episode. So we're we're running a little <laughs> hot, but we're happy about it. I'm, I'm happy Katie's not home right now because she'd be like, uh, "You're screaming. <laughs> it's midnight. Yeah. You're screaming." <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I kicked I kicked two people out of the conference room. I and there is like a reservation system, but nobody really uses it. And if you use it, you're kind of a nerd. Like when you fucking. Oh use yeah, it. I, you're you're the narc, and yeah. I hate it. I I'd rather I'd rather be kicked out of the room for not signing up than kick someone out for signing up. Yeah. And there's two guys, and I was like, "Hey guys, I uh, I have the room reserved," and they kind of gave me like, I mean, a I look like a sloppy 17 year old what the fuck kid. are you doing in here what are you gonna yeah, come what, in here? what do you what do you have to do you just, at 10 10 to midnight <laughs> mountain you, time you walk in with a laptop and a box of tissues hey guys i reserved this room tonight yeah i've got i've got a laptop a microphone and a weed gummy let's see what happens and but uh and so it was kind of funny because we we kind of had we had a brief stare off me and the guy kind of looked at each other like does either of us want to escalate this at all? Like, if he said one word, I'd probably just turn around and I'm like, you win. I'll find um, a hallway. So th- there was kind of a pause, and I just gave the, like, I'm not trying to be a dick, man. And he's like, no, dude, you're good. Like, we'll get out of here. So that that went pretty well. But yeah. It's, what were they um, doing? Just two guys in there sucking face? I don't know. I didn't see him sucking face. There was some papers laid out. If there, there's a whiteboard in here, if they were using that, I would have tapped out. Like yeah, they, yeah. If, if, <laughs> You're if all they set needed, up. If they needed the room anywhere over a five out of ten, they had the victory. <laughs> but I was like, all right, let me in there. Let's let's talk Yanks, babe. All right. Well, there there. There's our mindset. A little slap happy, a little so upset we're laughing, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, I think I think some of the intensity will come out if we didn't thank Pierogi, James, or Anthony enough for the Patreon. Patreon's awesome. It really supports us. Thank you for doing that. Two dollars um, a month. Um I don't know. Live shows. Yeah. I, I won't do the spiel today. You've heard it. You get to see this live. Is the chat going right now? You got any action in the chat? No. Mark Hunt and uh, which is his, uh, and uh, Panic were in there a little bit, but no one's really talking. It's late. It's, it's uh, late. It's man. midnight it's late. on a Thursday. Uh, I wonder if this is anyone's first episode. But you didn't hear the Patreon spiel. Sorry about it. Sorry about you. Jake, let's go straight into Burns, my dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you ready? Doesn't like a sad burn. Game one. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game one in Scrooston. Aces wild, Jim. Justin Verlander heard of him against Masahiro Tanaka. Tank was dealing, Jim, and the Yanks gave him a lead in the third. King Louis V, little opposite field, single, nice piece of hitting while the rest of his at-bats look bad, but it's a one nothing lead. Jimmy, get used to this. Jose Altuve, Jose Altuve. I don't normally celebrate the other players, but it's a fun name, and I've been doing that bit for a little while now. Hits a home run 7,000 feet. Very impressive from him. It's one to one Aaron Judge. Judge gets his first home run. Off of Verlander after getting his first hit off of Verlander earlier that game. It's 2-1 Yanks. Clint Frazier, a single off of McCovey's Cove or whatever they call their left field wall. It's 3-1 Yankees after six. Dub City get the bullpen up. 
Zach Britton walks the DH and eighth hitter Tyler White. This isn't going to matter, right? Robinson Chirinos double to right center. White scores. Gurriel scores. It's a tied game. All right, let's rally, rally. Pitcher's name is Sally. It's actually Presley. Uh huh. Anyways, Ottavino comes in. He strikes out everybody he gets out, but he gives up a couple lucky hits. Walks a guy. <laughs> What's her name? Springer gets an RBI single on a 22-mile-per-hour blooper to right. When I say right, I mean right in front of the catcher. Yankees lose a game they had control of. We thought we had Verlander. We thought we had the series. Houston wins 4-3. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Thank you. 7,000 feet. How stupid Was it is not? It? How stupid is it that just a... Just a straight up exaggeration will make me laugh. Yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes. It felt like that. It felt like he hit the same home run five times this series. His sa- his last home run, his fourth home run of the series was a fucking bomb off Paxton. Did he have four? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was three. I thought five was even exaggeration for a second there. He uh, He's nuts. Nuts. Yeah. He's my size. He's my exact size. A little more in shape. Like slightly. No, they ripped his shirt off on a walk-off the other yeah, day. Yeah, he's kind of roped he's up. He's ripped up. Yeah, it's like I want to know his max bench. <laughs> Do you think he's benched? I want to know his max bench. Okay. Um, he works out hard. Dude, let me look at my notes from this game. I, I didn't take notes for game three. Every now and then yeah. I take notes, but let's see. We did the we did the voicemail up that day, so we touched on it a little bit there. You were angry. You were running hot. Oh, People were mad at Boone. I forgot. We, so we did do the voicemail app right now. Uh, we did do that already. You're right. So I don't have to do it. I, I think Boone managed this game perfectly. Tanaka said he emptied the tank right. to get out of that six-inning situation. And uh, it was throwing pressure pitches, high-leverage high pitches for like three innings straight. And he said he was tired. And you handed a two-run lead to your bullpen. So I was I said this last episode, I was completely fine with the way Boone managed the pen. Um Clint Frazier looked amazing first Justin Verlander. He just wasn't wasn't uh he was spitting at all Justin Verlander's close pitches. With Verlander was hitting the spots that were just a tad outside of the plate on purpose. Yeah. And then Clint roped one. He had two hits, I believe. Yeah. Um I was really impressed by Clinton this game. Gardner had a hit. Judge hit a homer. We blew the game. I mean, um, Britain blew the game. Yeah. Uh, Bird, Clint- Bird looked awful. Hey, why don't we do this? Why, why can't everyone just as a Yankees universe, as a Yankees community, can we all just be disappointed in the bullpen? Yeah, sure. Like, can, can we get rid of any Guardies, Clint's, where's LeMayhew hitting, Bird, whoever you want to be mad at? Can we just, let's all just put it in the bullpen. It's supposed to be the strength of this team, and they had a terrible series. Yeah, I think it'll balance out, but right now, that was bad. They had a terrible and, series. And it should, and I think that's why we should focus our efforts on that. But, Jim, the bullpen in the first game gave up three, and the second they gave up four. And then tonight, they gave up, what, another three? So, yeah. I mean, let's just concentrate your effort there. I will say this, Jake. This is unfair because we asked a lot of innings out of them. But if the bullpen gave up zero runs this series, we win three games. Yep. 
It's true. I but I will say this: a lot of there was like the fielding gave a lot of extra bases to our bullpen pitchers. It's true. That's very true. And the bullpen still didn't like shut it down. They did. They, did they, that they, happen in game one? Not really, right? Game one. Game one was just the. It was no, the Brit terrible. Walked. It was the terrible Britain walk, and then Maldonado got him. And then that that is. bleeder down the first baseline that Bird and um, Ottavino both couldn't get to. But I think that was no man's land, no matter what. Yeah, they they never showed the good replay when when the best shot was Greg Bird being full charge and throwing a bullet home from that angle. That's that's not a Greg Bird thing either. That's a, that's a really tough play. We didn't even get the camera angle to see if that could have been a play. They got a but lot yeah. of breaks like that. The Astros got a lot of little breaks like that. Man, I I mean, I got into some Twitter wars over Britain tonight because Britain had two infield singles. He had one go through his leg, and he had a missed strike three call that was at the knees. And I said, like, man, that was... I said this was a classic... Well, we'll get there, but... Yeah, we'll get there because I, we'll I have thoughts on that as well, Jakey okay. Bear. Okay. Let's, Any, let's, what, what else do we need from this game? Nothing. It sucked. We had Verlander on the ropes. If the bullpen holds it... We win this game, and we're so excited. We beat Verlander, and we win game one against Houston. And they then came, they came out swinging against Verlander, which I said on our pregame show that they probably would, or we were interested to see what they would do. And I liked the way that game one was a clean game. Was, uh, so this is an issue. The last two weren't clean. Besides the Britain walk, that game one was a clean game. Yeah, and Jimmy, it's interesting you, you say the – we were attacking, and then the second time through, I thought we were taking more pitches. Each time through one through nine, Verlander faced everyone three times, and it was 37 pitches each time through the order. And each time, like, a different, two different people would have, like, eight pitch at-bats. It was kind of cool. It was like a team, it was a team effort to beat Verlander. We did it, and then we blew the game. Yeah, that's, that's, after game one, I was like, we blew that game. Britain blew that game, but... We were right there with him. Like if it Britain felt like we got over the Verlander hurdle, which is a win in of itself. Yeah, yeah. And then game two happened, and let's burn <laughs> this. Speaking of. On your mark, get set, burn. Can't get enough, can't get enough. Cold world. I ain't got no kids yet, but this right here is for practice. Hate to get the seat to the Ben's web, but that's how good your ass is. Uh, Garrett Cole on the world <laughs> on the bump for the Astros. I'm celebrating the Astros pitchers this series against Johnny Lasagna in Houston. Cole World, he goes seven, six strikeouts, which is what we expected from Garrett Cole. But, Jimmy, we got to him early. Luke Voigt to dead center in the first. Kind of a classic Voigt bomb. Cool. Astros come back in the second. Guriel in the third. Altuve, another one. Uh, DJ Khaled, shout out. Uh, Gary Sanchez keeping that hat back going, Jim. Two RBI double. It's 3-2 Yankees after six. Let's go, babe. Oh, my Lanta. Uh, Jonathan Holder comes in, kind of does his job. Clint Frazier is doing things in left field we're going to talk about. You're going to hear some fun stats in a little bit. And then the wheels fall off. Brantley doubles, Bregman scores, Springer doubles in the eighth. Altuve just misses it and gets the sack fly. 
Bad defense, bad bullpen, bad Yankees. Astros win six to three. Nice, nice. Good game, huh? Good game. Good game. Good job. Good effort. Voight homers in the first. Gary comes up later on and gets the two out. Two RBI take the lead. Things were looking good. I was like, fuck, this team is playing with them. We're playing with them. We're down 11 guys. We're We're beating them. We weren't playing with them. We're beating them. (laughs) Down 11 guys. We're down four of our start top six in our lineup. I think I keep saying that I will emphasize it forever because I think no one understands Didi, Hicks, Stanton, Andujar would be in the top six. Yeah. Of our lineup. Jimmy, I was I was right in the uh if you don't know, we have a newsletter um that goes out weekly and I was typing that up tonight during the losing game, right before the comeback. I like typed everything up and I was like, We're sad, we're losing, we got swept and I was like, Okay, maybe not. I, I if I have to rewrite this, I'll be happy. And then in one of the sections I was writing about I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's tough to be level-headed, but you know, you still have to think we're missing two fifths of our rotation, the best, the, arguably the most reliable arm in our bullpen from last year, and four of our top six hitters. And when I wrote that out and actually saw the words, I was like, holy smokes, man! No team can withstand the amount of injuries. I the guess Yankees have I now. guess that's where a little bit of our solace comes from, if I'm using that word right. Maybe. Um. Clint just goes, I mean, we're going to get to Clint later in the show, I'm guessing. Yeah, one, I mean, we have will, to. Um, one of us will get to him later in the show. If, it's, if, if, you didn't, if you didn't see it, there was some arguably catchable some fl- fly balls. There was some definitely catchable fly balls, and we'll yeah. get there. Guardy didn't run out of bunt, which is sets the whole tone for the game, really. Yeah, what was that? First and second? No outs, judge on deck. Chance um, to really take the lead, and Gardner just doesn't finish the play. Yeah, the bunt hit behind the plate, and then it bounced fair, and then it spun again, and there was a chance it was foul. Still, you got to run that out. You're making Yankee moms mad everywhere, Brett Gardner. You got to run to first. Um, yeah, I mean, just a classic Yankees rally killer. Yes. Uh, a lot of loud outs in this game. Lasagna was giving up loud outs. They had Altuve fly ball, the Kemp fly ball. A lot of loud outs, but they were had the lead. Gary came up, did his thing. Gary took a shot to the nuts. Mm, no, that was Monday. Time. That was that was game one. He took a shot to the nuts. Yeah, it was Monday. I saw some people trying to say he doesn't wear a cup. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no, he. I mean, he does because it went under this, the it went under the cup. This is a major league baseball. Yeah, and it can pinch different things down there. I don't know. We'll we'll have a detailed episode on that another time. Pinch and junk. Pinch and junk. That's our <laughs> other podcast. Pinch and junk. Um yeah, man, I, I don't know. We're we're a couple catches and then whatever Chad Green did, I don't know. Are we deep diving on Chad now? Do we want to do any of that now? I don't know. I mean, if Clint catches that ball, that's the most catchable ball ever. What's Chad Green's game look like? Well, no, that was Holder. No, it was Chad. Chad rolled his eyes. Well, the first one was Holder. Yes, and then the third one was Chad, and then the yeah. fourth one was Paxton. We'll get to all of it. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, 
uh, let's just burn game three. Awards okay. is where this episode's going to be at. But game three, here we go. On your mark. Game three. Get set. Nope. Burn. Let's go, Strohs. We're trying to get a sweep. Yeah. No, this is the Yankees podcast. Still, and Jim, we have our new stopper, James Paxton, the Big Maple. Oh, you guys don't know. You know about it already. Really good numbers. Lifetime against Houston. Here we go. And Gardy comes back. He's pissed about the swing and bunt from yesterday. Starts the game. Solo dolo. one nothing Yanks. Jose Altuve says, yeah, well, I'm up. So here's a home run. They keep it going in the first. Paxton struggles here. Yuli Gurriel triples to deep center, followed by a Correa double. It's 3-1 Strohs. The Correa double's in the third, by the way. Top four, though. Our our beloved son from the bayou, DJ LeMahieu. That's a cool shirt, maybe. 3-2 Yankees after his sack fly. Altuve's up in the fifth, so that's a homer. Correa comes up. He'll have what he's having. Mariznick, yeah, let's keep this party going. It's 7-2 Strohs. But, Jim, these Yanks have some fight. Top eight. King Louis V, he goes short porch and left this time. The judge scores 7-4. Okay, okay. Couple nice at-bats, a little walk, a little bingo here. DJ LeMayu down the line to right. Torres scores. Greg Bird to third, 7-5. Clint Frazier, slack fly. He pops one up to right. Oh, hell of a play, chap. It's 7-6. We've got a game. All right, here comes Brindle. Oh, boy. George Springer single after the inning of Misfit Toys. It's 8-6. to six. Yanks get shut down in the ninth and swept by the Houston Astros. Now 6-0 and oh at home. Does it, does, it, does it save anything when I say they went 500 on the road trip? No. Because <laughs> that is the goal of baseball, if you don't know. The goal is to win your series at home and go 500 on the road and you'll have a 100 win season. Yeah, it'd be a good team. Be a really really good team if you win your series at home and go 500 on the road. So, that's like a saying. So when I when I realized that I was like, "Oh, I won 500 on the road trip." <laughs> it's like it can't really save anything because of how they played. But yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, right? We split we split a road series or our bullpen lost three games or we should have really won two games, you know? How would I mean? you skin a cat if you were tasked with that? If I had to skin a cat, is it dead or alive? I mean, that's part of I think your process. That's up to you. You're handed an alive cat. How would you skin it? I can't skin an alive cat, so I've got to kill it first. So I have okay. to think about that, and I probably probably don't want to go into those details. Um, I don't know. Sharp knife, man. Nice. Maybe cut the tail off clean and go from there. What uh, what'd you <laughs> see in this game? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I saw Paxton not have it. I saw him and Romine not be on the same page. Uh, there's a really interesting stat here about how Paxton wasn't fooling anyone. 95 pitches, 60 strikes, 26 foul balls, Jake. How about that? 26 foul balls out of 60 strikes, 14 with two strikes, 13 called strikes. Out of his 60 strikes, 13 were called. And uh, four, 13 balls in play, eight swing and misses. He wasn't fooling anyone. Um, that stuff's pretty bad. Paxton didn't have it. 
dude, to be honest, I don't I am fine with how Boone managed all three of these games. Is that okay with you? We didn't do this in game two, so I'll backtrack a little. Lasagna went three innings. Then Tarpley came in to get all those lefties out before they went to Sessa. And I Right, and it was the bottom of the order. And it was the bottom of the order. So I I yeah. liked that. And then they brought in Sessa. That was the plan. And Sessa looked good. <clears throat> and if uh, certain balls are caught in the outfield, Holder does his job, and we have the lead. Like uh, I, I, I don't mind how Boone did the bullpen in any of these games, and and I was tearing him apart like two episodes ago, you know. So I, I right. it's not like I blindly agree with every bullpen decision. I think I ripped him apart for, I don't know, was it Holder a couple series ago or something? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I think if you wanted to, um, I think there were people out there because Holder came in to get the last out of the inning. He came in to face Kemp, um, and then I forgot if he faced Springer. I think he got Kemp out. But um, he came in for that second inning, and people were kind of expecting Chad because we hadn't seen him in a few games. But, I mean, then Chad got rocked. So, um, yeah, you're right. Dude, he, he he gave the bull he handed the ball to his the bullpen that's supposed to be the strength of this team in two games. One time the bullpen straight blew it, one time the team was kind of a full letdown. Yeah. All right. Um in game three, what decisions did he make? Gary didn't play because he felt some tightness in his legs. Yep. Uh Gary did pinch hit for Wade. Uh, a lot of people are saying that you should have pinched it Gary for Romine with only one out, but they aren't, weren't going to put Gary behind the plate, so that was not yeah. an option. He's got tight legs, so it wasn't an option. Um, so I was fine with the way he did that. Just just nothing. I They did a rally. That was good. The rally's good. Voight homered after I kind of said I'm not excited when he comes to the plate lately, and he rocks a homer. Bullet. That was nice. I mean, DJ gets a hit. Glaber gets a hit. Bird wa- was working good at bats all game. And then that Glaber error. So you talked about this Britain inning, Jake. Do you want to talk yeah. about this now, or do you, do you have this set up for an award? I mean, I don't have it set up for an award. So we could talk about it. Britain messed up his first game. Maybe that's an award. But that Wednesday game... Britain was fine, man. Ground ball that Glaber should have ate and never thrown to first. Right. Infield single. Infield single. And then whenever they when they play Springer, they usually play a guy right behind second. Right. And that's the ground ball they got. If that guy was on first, if that runner's on first, they play Springer the shift up the middle. That's a tailor-made double play ball. But the, the double play ball, or if I think normally Britain's got a pretty good chance of fielding that. Yeah. And like he went through his legs. Yeah. And the runner scored because Glaber allowed him to get to second by throwing it away. And then, like you said, Britain threw the closest strike three pitch and the ump called it for a walk. I, I don't, I mean, the result wasn't good, but I think the error doomed Britain. I mean, here's, here's what I'll say. It was a, it was a 50, 50 call. K zone had it. Um, but this was this people got in an argument with people over luck, and I was and I forgot about the strike three, and someone else chimed in. He was like, "Yeah, dude, there was a missed strike three too," 
and I was and someone was like someone that was arguing the luck was like well that was an that was a borderline pitch and I I said well if it's a 50-50 call which I think it was a little higher than that even then it was still bad luck <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. and then the infield after infield single after that like one was kind of a routine infield single like a lazy bouncer the other one was a chopper like if you wanted to do a chop bunt down the third base line and try to just piss the catcher off, that's what that was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's kind of enough on that. It was a bad luck inning, but at the same time, a lot of Britain's innings feel that way. Like that's I don't know if you saw my tweet about that, but it always feels like... Well, he's a ground Zach ball pitcher Brit- with a bad defense. Zach Britton does something you hate... Walks. And then and then you think the inning is just going to go full like the worst inning ever. And then by the end of it you kind of walk away and you're like okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it's it's still bad and I'm not happy. It's uh I mean people, people were fighting were sp- me on that feeling. People were saying this in the offseason, like this defense is going to back up Britain. That's going to be trouble. And it's turned out to be trouble. (laughs) Those people were correct. Yeah. And at the same time, I mean, even after today and giving up one earned run, because Jimmy, people are saying the jinx is also on me because before this series, he hadn't given up an earned run. I mean, his ERA is four, seven, six right now, which isn't good. So you're taking better than half the bullpen. You're taking blame. I'll take some blame because he was clean up to this series. Um, and yeah, Jim, that, I guess that's what, what gets to me. And hey, even because there are some points. I mean, when he was great, he did have J.J. Hardy and Manny Machado behind him when Britain was in Baltimore. Um, but at the same time, like Ma- Mike Axiza, Axiza um, formerly from Rab. Mike, just call him Mike A. Mike A. Um, Mike A? And he he came out during this inning when it looked like it was going to go super bad and Britain kind of got out of it not too, too bad with everything that happened. He had the tweet that was like, I can't believe we signed him over Robertson, um, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he, he pointed to the defense and he mentioned, like, the New York thing. And I was like, whoa, man, like... I just that's where people are being too selective like we're still super early in the series game 12 people in the books we did it um like I said earlier Zach Britton was lights out in September for us 10 essentially perfect innings so like let's put away your jump to conclusion Matt's and like address the bullpen hasn't been good the defense hasn't been good the hitting wasn't there to start the season uh the only starting pitcher that's been reliable is Tank. There's a lot of issues. Like, let's not just point to whoever you don't like on the team. Who don't you like? Uh, let's get into awards. Okay, let's get into awards. Do we have an award soundbite? Okay. Oh, let, this is a great award soundbite for this episode. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> thought you might go there. <laughs> All right, Jake, you get first if you are a new listener. The first award that we give out is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And Jake, your pride of the Yankees is... It's Jose Altuve. Look how good this guy looked. No. um, Jim, by the way, this is Houston's first ever sweep of the Yankees. They were in the NL for a long time. 
still a lot of baseball. Um, my pride of the Yankees. If you don't know, now you know. Joe Harvey. If you don't know who that is, uh, minor league pitcher for the Yanks, who's actually had some really nice minor league seasons. He got the call because the Yankees set down Johnny Lasagna because Johnny Lasagna pitched, and he wasn't going to pitch again until CC gets the call back up, which is this weekend. So they said, well, if we can't use Johnny Lasagna, we might as well have a guy in the bullpen we can use until we call CC up. So they called up Joe Harvey. He gets his first major league appearance. He throws some good pitches. He gets some outs today. He has His first out is a strikeout. I think it was on Springer. Um, he goes two innings, one hit, one walk, three Ks. Not a bad major league debut. And Jimmy, more importantly, as you got some good video of, they cut to his dad in the stands who's with Meredith. At, well, at first, good job by the Yes Camera crew. They caught the one Yankee fan that was enjoying Joe Harvey too, so, too much. And they were like, that's got to be his dad. So they set Meredith. His, it was his dad, his mom, and his, his girlfriend, I believe. And uh, they're interviewing them. And Meredith puts the mic in front of the dad. And he basically does what I do on this podcast. He just starts rambling, hoping he runs into the right words. He never really found them, but you could also tell he was just so filled with pride and also wanting to say the right thing. A lot of people so were fil- saying he was hammered. Do you think he was drunk? I don't think he was drunk. I think he was just, man, I, hey, tell a lot of people, talk into a microphone and see what happens. We have our buddy Ken that would be hilarious in front of a microphone, but whenever we put a mic in front of him, he turns into this like really weird like weatherman personality. <laughs> um like you get a microphone put in your face especially when your son is having this moment that he's worked towards for almost 3 decades. Like you just turn into this bumbling kind of person that's filled with excitement and pride and the dad just didn't know when to stop and it was awesome and then they went around the horn so they went to mom, they went to the girlfriend, they kept that high and tight. And so they did the classic, like, who's more nervous right now? You think it's you think it's you guys or Joe on the mound? And both the girlfriend and the mom point to the dad immediately. And he had my my favorite line. I, I don't want to get it wrong. I commented it on your thing. What did he say? I'm, I'm just with, with him, him out right there. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with just it. with him. I'm out just there. with it right now. Um so that that was just a really cool moment. And when you get swept like that, the first time you ever get swept against the Astros, a couple guys had decent series, but this is this is something that'll be remembered forever. How about that, Jim? Fourth series of the season, and Joe Harvey wins pride of the Yankees. You can't about, predict baseball, Susan. About damn time. So I had a bunch down for my prides. Let me see who I have. Okay. Here. Let's see who jumps out. I have I had three options. Harvey was one. I have two others. And I'm going with my dude Masahiro Tanaka. Ah, nice. Only starting pitcher that brought it. Needed him. Big game versus Verlander. He's a big game pitcher. He still hasn't like gotten past 80 pitches or whatever, and I agree with taking him out there, and he said he emptied himself as well. Uh, first half, Tanaka hasn't come out yet, Jake, and that's always scary. He's usually pretty bad in April, and I think uh, he's funny in the dugout. He still likes faces. I'm getting him a gold glove award this season. 
It was between him and uh, another guy who's a hitter. Okay. But I'm going Tanaka, man. I mean, with the Sevy news, he needs to be our ace now. And with right. Paxton faltering these last two games, like imagine if Tanaka was doing first half Tanaka things. We'd be in a really bad spot right now. So um, I need Tanaka to keep it up. I love everything he's doing. Yeah. And, and he still I, hasn't had his splitter. Three games no. now. He still hasn't had his splitter, and he's still getting results. I hope the splitter comes soon because then it will be even dirtier. 18.1 innings, one four seven ERA. Um, you're right. I, I thought about doing some all Batman themed awards. I thought from going Harvey to this city needs a hero. Um, he's, he's looked really good, man. And it's a bummer. We haven't been able to get him at least another win. Um, Jim, we talked about this before the season. Like we, we haven't seen tank put a full season together in three years now. Um, so if he does, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. It is his first pride of the Yankees of the season, so I'm happy for him. And I'm sure he's very happy with himself. I'm sure he is happy with himself. Nice big smiles in the dugout from Tank. Yeah, Voight did something that cracked him up. Yeah, that was that's that's my number one gift of the year so far. Oh, wow, nice. nice. Yeah. All right, uh, next we move on to... You Yankee motherfucker. And Jake, who do you got? A lot of options this week. So, Jim. And and unfortunately for you, you cannot give it to Mike Talkman for a third, third series in a row. A, don't tell me what I can or can't do, okay? Because right now he's wasting a roster spot. So if I wanted to, I damn could, but I won't. You can't dunk a basketball on a 10-foot hoop. Um, ladders and stuff. It's too easy. Um, climb a tall person. Anyways. I'm I'm mostly taking this one because I want first serve partially to protect you, even though you are in a great mood and I, I think you'd, you'd do fine with it. I don't think you know who mine are. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking. This conversation had to happen, and I want to take the lead on it because I want to position ourselves properly here because this is touchy. My MFR is Clint Frazier. Oh, I wasn't going to give him the MFR. No, no, you weren't, and and that's fine. You were you were gonna land where you land, but but here we are, people. We, I was gonna give him the Harvey Dent award. Hey, easy. The Batman stuff's my thing. Anyways, I have that written down. I, that's fine, man. Easy. Um, Clint Frazier, we've seen it all <laughs> in the past five games or so. Uh, we've seen the. We've seen the incredible talent in his bat. We've seen game-winning homers. We've seen him controlling a bat against Justin Verlander. The guy is as professional as a hitter as they can be when he's locked in. And I truly believe that, not even not even like hyping him up potential-wise when he's locked in. It's special. Um, it's special. And hey, man, a couple... A nice sack fly tonight when we needed it. Jimmy O'Brien. He hit a bunch of balls hard. You've been beating the drum on this for a while now. And you've been right. And I think the world saw it for the first time in full. That his defense 
it's not average. It's not slightly below average. It's not major league level defense. It's not minor league level defense. His scouting reports from AAA are that he sucked as a fielder. Easy. And Jimmy, we saw it. And I mean, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. And I think... Like, for all the Guardy haters that are coming out of the woodwork just because they want someone to blame on, have you not appreciated a decade of what he can do in left field? Because I think if Brett Gardner's in left field, I, there's a chance we could have two wins just because of that. <laughs> and it's just, it's unfortunate. He has the leg speed. He, he has arm strength. He doesn't normally know where he's going with it, and he panics. We saw it after one of the misses. He just gets up and wheels it in. Like, like the, the new game is just get the ball to the pitcher's mound as quick as you can. <laughs> and that's literally what it looked like. Mound ball. Um, and it's, guys, ladies and germs that tune in to us, Know in our heart of hearts, we want Clint Frazier to be great because he can be. But right now, his defense of everybody's attributes on the team, if you wanted to go Greg Bird speed or, um, you know, Austin Romine's power, actually, he's got some power. Um, if you went through everyone's attributes on the team, if this was a video game, Clint Frazier's defense would be the lowest score of anything on the team. And yeah. people need to understand that. I mean, the stats it, back it up. The, the second missed catch where he dove for it is a 95% catch on StatCast. And you don't, he didn't need to dive. He could have just taken two extra steps. Like he slowed down his legs and then yeah. dove. He could have made a basket catch. He could have slid feet first, like a sliding catch, or yep. he could have just ran and caught it. Uh, yep. Then Chad Green gives up a easy, another like, uh, I think the probability was also like, like 90, and Clint comes up and lets it drop, and then he did it today with Paxton too. Three balls, 99% of the times are just caught yep. by a major league outfielder. The punching the ground, I think, is the most embarrassing thing. Punching the ground before finishing the play. That's, yeah. that's, it's like amateur, man. It's like high school player. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it shows it cares, I guess. The, uh, no, it doesn't. It the, shows the that he post, wants you to think The post game presser was cringeworthy. I think he said all the right things. He said all the right things, but he had like a, he had a joker smile on his face the whole time. But I mean, I don't care about that. That's, that's just him being so nervous. He cared about it when Sonny did it. I didn't. I I defended that the same exact way. Some people. Sonny, Sonny's was nervous. I think Clint's is the same way. I did a whole breakdown. I did a whole video where I broke down every single question of that post game. Sure. Because it was funny and it was sad. They asked him about. It was sad. It was, it was very, very sad. Very sad. I commented on, yes, their post of it. And I said, why did you post this? And then I thought people would take it the wrong way. So I deleted it. But it was. So sad. I couldn't believe they put that up there. So I watched it once, Jake, and then I went on Periscope and I did. I broke down everything that happened. Sure. Because this is what happened in that post game. 
they asked Clint about the plays, and he was like, oh, I feel I gave my best effort to try him. I, I have to catch both those balls, blah, blah. And that's good that he said that. And then I think Meredith goes, on that second one, do you think maybe you didn't have to dive? Yeah. And he didn't know that that was something people were saying at all. Yeah. So he goes, oh, I guess um, maybe if I watch the video, I could, I'll find out if I could have taken a better path, but I thought I did the best thing to catch it. Like he had no yeah. idea that that's a 95% catchable ball and everyone, David right. Cohn, Jack Curry, Paul O'Neill, an outfielder, were all saying like, that's a catchable. He had no idea that yeah. that, would, that was what everyone thought. Then the play where he ran into Gardner, Gardner yeah. bobbled it, which I don't think was his fault. That one he was fully taken aback on. I he, think there was I think there was a two percent in his head about the dive that that could come. The Gardner one, that was someone twisting the knife on him. He couldn't believe he couldn't believe. And at the end of the interview, his last line is, uh, "I guess that one's my fault too." It was so sad. Yeah, but I it was it was like. It was like a little kid being punished and they didn't fully understand what they were Why? being punished yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. And they and they yeah. were, and they've been told by the PR guy just to say it was your fault, say everything was your fault. So the media kept being like, What about this play? And this play and this play. And every yeah. time the knife just went deeper and deeper and he was like, Is there any more? Like what yeah. else did I do wrong? You guys nobody wants to talk about that single should have been home run. I hit off that mini green monster and left. No, just just my really bad defense. Okay. Anyway, he's got the yips now because the next two balls were catchable and he just let them drop in front of him. And uh, I've never seen someone get the yips with their glove in the outfield. But he's, I mean, I'm interested to see the next balls that come to him in the outfield because he's got the yips. And dude, it just, it sucks really bad because you know my, well, my expert psychoanalysis on Clint is the things that he's confident in and he doesn't have to think he's good at he's good at hitting a baseball he's good at base running because he trusts his speed and he trusts to get around the bases with the defense that first ball he missed which was the toughest ball he had a chance at he made a pretty good play at he just didn't make the catch and then you see the after effects of that to the point that he's scared to die for balls um and Chad, it's, Chad it's, Green's I think he could have just caught I still think he just could have run and caught it. I think so. I I don't know, man. It's 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 going to be an interesting development, and I just I need every listener to know because we we've been tough on Clint a, a little bit of his personality at first. He's been better. Well, I had uh, people trying to defend the plays, Jake. Like, don't be so hard can't. on. I mean, the scouting report on Clint has been that he's an awful defender, and yeah. Clint has said I need to work on it. Like, it this isn't. And I had so many people tweeting, like, did you guys know it was this bad? And I was like, yeah, we've been talking about it for so yeah. long. Yeah, it, this, this was an eye-opener for a lot. And this, this, isn't, this isn't an I told you so. This is just like... Well, I did say it. <laughs> it's a, well, maybe it was an I told you so for Jim. But um, it's... Uh, I mean, again, that's where people were coming at me for Guardy stuff. And again, imagine if Brett Gardner wasn't on this team and we had... Some sort of outfield of Clint Talkman of and Wade roving around out there. Um, it would be frightening times. Yeah. All right. My motherfucker is James Paxton. I wanted to Ooh. give it to Britain for walking the eighth hitter because I think sure. if Britain locks down game one, 
I think it's a much different series, confidence-wise yeah. and everything. I think that's like a turning True. point. But James Paxson, man, we had Verlander, we had Cole, we had Tanaka, Lasagna, and Co. They did their job to level it out. Now you have McHugh. And you're like, he was the only pitcher that maybe the odds would have been like, Paxton's got the edge tonight. Maybe. Close. Yeah. And he just laid up a dud. Don't pitch to Altuve. Yeah. Don't give him something to hit twice. Be the dude you're supposed to be. A starting pitcher is very easy to get the MF award. Because they can ruin the game. And he dug a hole for us after Guardy starts off with the homer. Seems so good. So James Paxson's my my MF-er. Yeah, I mean, the Altuve El stuff is wild. Um, yeah, only thing, I mean, it's, you said Lasagna kind of did his job. I'd, I'd want to disagree a little bit there. No, I didn't say he did his job. I said that in those games, we had, like, Verlander and Cole are the good pitchers. And we had right. those guys. Right. We beat. had the leg up going into this game. Um, and, and that was gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's uh, it, it's tough. He had the beautiful opening day start. They got us hyped up. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see what comes next for Paxton. Two home runs, three walks. The first inning thing is there. So that's that's what to watch for. All right, next is just everyday regular awards. And you get to go first. I have a couple planned out, so we'll see if you steal any of mine. You already stole Clint from me. Yeah, you stole Masahiro from me. How about that? All right, so who do you Um, got? Who's your first award? What is your first award? Oh, God. Well, I want to end on a positive note. You got two awards. I know. That's what I was hinting at there, James. Um, God, I, I want to say a lot of mean words. No, I don't. Um, let's do the good job award. Oh, nice. The good job award. Good give job. This, they give this out at a lot of companies. I've never received it. The good job award. It goes to DJ LeMayhew. Yeah. He should get recognized. Cause Jim know what he's doing. He's hitting the ball. He's doing a good job, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on, buddy. I um, blew it. I blew uh, it. Second base, third base. Um, the contact thing is working, and it's also blinding people just a little bit because DJ LeMahieu's probably not going to hit 410 this year. If he does, awesome. Awesome. Great year, great signing <laughs> if DJ LeMahieu <laughs> hits 410 this year. Um it is it's super refreshing to see in this Yankees lineup. You almost know he's going to give it a chance. If there's a runner on second, you feel like he's going to get him over to third. If there's a runner on third, you feel like he's got a chance to get him home. You know that action's going to happen and that was a huge part of the Red Sox success last year, so everyone's obsessed with that. Um and by the way, Jim, I swear I'll get a little rowdy. He's hitting really well where he is in the batting order. And maybe, just maybe, it's an okay thing to have him hitting wherever he is, sixth, fifth, seventh, and going three for three with two RBIs 
because that was a huge part in the comeback tonight. I'll say this. If they bat him lead off, good. Knock your pants off. But, Jim, Gardy's been doing okay. You and I have circled around this for a while, and people just want to be mad at him. But that being said, I need the people to know I have no qualms with DJ LeMayhew. He's doing a really good job award. Yeah, he deserved that award. Does. Okay. My first award, Jake, I don't take this lightly, is the undercooked. Undercooked. Who do you think's getting it? Greg Bird. Greg Bird's getting the undercooked? You got to cook that bird a little longer. Mm. That lasagna's a little runny. Oh, you went Laza. I was I was yeah. Thanksgiving. You went to Christmas on me. And it's a Paisan podcast. Hey, here's my cousin, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> got to throw that lasagna back in the oven a little bit. Dude's got the stuff. You had the tweet. No AAA innings. It's undercooked, man. Uh, loved what he's showing us, but he got sent down. Let's leave him down. Let's leave him down for a little bit. Because uh, right now, if if this is who he is in the majors, he's a reliever. He is a he is a one to two inning reliever, and uh, is just undercooked. Just he needs more seasoning. I was gonna do it the more seasoning award, then I realized Lazat the undercooked played as well. But yeah, um, I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna be terrible. I'm not saying he's not a great prospect. Just saying. Let's uh, let this kid figure it out a little bit in the minors and get a little more comfortable with his game, his strategy, his sequencing, and uh, then bring him back up later on or next year. And Jimmy, again, this is where the ex-fippers, if you want to come at me, I'm on Twitter, babe, at Talking Jake. Johnny Lasagna has awesome stuff. His little two-seam, 92-mile-per-hour change-up or whatever that is, awesome. Lightning in a bottle. 97-98 with the fastball, nice. Wipeout slide piece, 87, yup. 34.1 career innings at AA. 34.1 career innings at AA. Zero at AAA. 31.2 at the major league level. The kid doesn't know how to pitch, and we're, we're not being rude to him. He just he doesn't have the experience. That's why baseball is baseball. That's why not all prospects make it. And, Jimmy, could this guy be a weapon out of the bullpen today? Yes, but would we be limiting his potential? Absolutely. You're right. Send him down to the minors. Let him learn how to pitch a little bit. And best-case scenario is that he finishes this year as a weapon, a two-inning weapon as an opener or as coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then his future can still be a starter, but this dude's got a lot of things to work at. 34 innings above single A. It's uh above double A. I thought you said he had 34 double A innings. Yeah. 34 at double A, 31 major league. So he's got 60 innings above single A. Yes. He doesn't even have a full season above single A. Correct. That's pretty wild. It's bizarre. I mean, it, it's a quick call-up, and he was on the 40-man, and you see the stuff, and it all adds up. But 
And uh, if if you don't believe us, look at Domingo Herman from last year and Domingo Herman this year. Um, it's knowing how to get guys out without having eight pitch at bats where it's a three two either strikeout or walk. Yeah, jury's still out on Domingo, but in two starts for Baltimore and Detroit, he right. looked better. Right, right, right. All right, what's your next award? You wanted to end on a happy note. I do want to end on a happy note. I think I decided I want to go double happy note. Um, ooh, I've got a curveball. You know what? I'll I'll take one for you. Um, g- good luck having kids award. Wow, nice. The good luck having kids award. Okay, good luck. Having kids. I got it penciled into our sheet here, and I'm going to guess you're talking about my dude, El Gary. It's to you, my man. I just wish you the best. Whenever you start trying, well, thank you. swim hard. Thank you very much. What's your award? No, I'm going Gary. Um, if you didn't see it, uh, Gary got, got kids. Cl- Gary got clobbered. He's going to have more. I believe in him. Nice. Um, Gary got clobbered um, in his man region. Uh, full tilt. Um, pretty good reaction, kind of curls up, curls up like a baby, takes the fetal position. The trainer comes over, they start giggling. You know, Gary, Gary was cracking some jokes there. He was, I, I was trying to figure it out, but he got the mask on, but he was smiling. Dono's like, the, what happened? I got hit in the nuts. Okay. Well, you want me to the touch cracking him? was cracking jokes. You like that? Um, yeah. and by the way, Jim, he's still hot. Um, he had the pinch hit at bat tonight, which is unfair, but he two for four, two RBIs um, in, in the middle game. Uh, he comes up, tough spot in the pinch hit at bat. Guy Whoa. drops guy, guy drops pitch. two high yackers on him and then punches him. I think it was, was it full count or 2-2, two, two, and then two, he drops two. another yacker on but him. But that was, it was, he threw the, he threw a fastball right in that region and Gary fouled it off like a 98 fastball, yeah. uh, low outside, but in the strike zone. And Gary fouled it off. Very next pitch, he comes back with a 90, like, fucking dart dropper in the same spot. So it looks like it's a fat going to the same exact spot. It just drops out. It was really good pitching by that dude. Yeah, and we, we did a little bit of work against the Astros bullpen, which maybe circled that for later in the year. I was surprised they used some of their their better guys. But um, I don't know. We it, it would be – we'd be remiss – if we didn't talk about Gary Moore this episode, because he's been he's been playing the good baseball, right, best no. catcher in baseball, by the shirt. So it's nice, like official. It's, like it's, I'll 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 take anyone. You got any real Muto fans out there? Bring them. Yeah, show you a fake, Sal Perez. Show you a, show you a fake Muto. Yasmani Grandal. Should we start selling fake Muto shirts and just send them to Joel Frazari? Every day. <laughs> Joel Frisaro. <laughs> uh, why was he even involved? Oh, he's a Marlins guy. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, sure. Okay. I have two What's o- your last award? Tim? I have two awards. Oh and I can only. No, no, I'm going to let you choose. I can only do one of them. Do you want to hear the Can't Risk It Award? Or do you want to hear the SOS Award? I'm going to go SOS. From the IL, CC Sabathia. Save our ship, CC Sabathia. Yeah, get, get that's the award. Yeah, SOS to CC. 
Oh, nice. I got it. You nailed it. Can't Risk It is about Romine. <laughs> I wish you told me I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. I thought you were repeating me. <laughs> no, no, I was saying yes, you're right. Um, in parentheses, uh, Can't Risk It is about Romine. You need to get better or we need to get someone in AAA that's better than you. Because if Gary gets hurt, we cannot risk Romine being our starting catcher. Yeah, he he hasn't looked so hot. I don't know what that's all about. He looks garbage. <laughs> it looks like 2017 Romine. Anyway, that's yeah. not the award. You chose to save our ship award. The big man's coming. Listen, yeah. not only is he going to be pitching for the team, he's going to be with the team. During his five-game suspension, he, you're not allowed in the clubhouse. You're not allowed with the team. Once the suspension ended, he had to go down to the minor league, Tampa, and pitch for another team. The dude hasn't been with the team. This is one of our leaders. They all look up to him. He's one of the guys that ain't going to bullshit around the clubhouse and be like, well, they're turning the corner soon. We're really close. We're really close we're right really now. We're really close feel, right now. I know, I know we want these wins. Right now, we're just really close. Yeah, we're really close. About to turn the car. We're coming up on the car. <laughs> what's what's yours turning into? What's, what's your voice turning we're into? We're coming up on the corner coming up here. Uh, so mine's, mine's turned into Jimmy Carson. Latch, latch some wild and weird stuff. Yeah, we're really <laughs> close. Uh, yeah. Sooner or later, yeah, we're going to get good again. I think yeah. it's going to happen. Anyway. Save our ship, Cece. Come on, get up here. Be a presence in the clubhouse and give us some, like, you know, nice innings. Let's see it. Troll it. Looking fat as fuck in that picture of him on the mound in the Tarpons outfit. <laughs> that Tarpons pick was rude. I No, that's beautiful. I want that on a poster behind me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. But <laughs> Shit, I'm doing that. Okay. okay. That's on my to-do list. Write that me. down. Yeah. Um, Put, make the Tarpons picture a poster. Hold on real quick, everyone. I'm really, I have to do this. CC Tarpon. Jimmy, know what might be funny? Remember when we used to get mad that CC would only go five innings and two earned runs? We'd we'd kill for that right now. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be great. Save our ship. What what do you think they're going to do with Geo? Man, I genuinely, as an expert that talks Yankees hours every week, I have no idea. I have no idea. I I am still in the boat that you call him up. That ruins Domingo for you. Or Holder. And I've I've been a Holder guy and but I'm it still a big takes, Domingo guy. It still takes Domingo out of the rotation. Um, not necessarily. You could do some six man stuff. You could just have Geo be the swing man out of the bullpen. Um, because as you know, I'm full in on Domingo. I love what he's been doing this year. Um Jimmy, for me, and what we just talked about with Johnny Lasagna, I can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to trust Johnny Lasagna as a starter this year. Oh, no. It's, I, dude, I already gave him the undercooked award. He's got to go back into the oven for a season. I was, <laughs> another, <laughs> another, another agreement fight. Burn um, him up. <laughs> Dude's got to oh cook. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like I would just be a lot more comfortable. We don't know if Seve's going to be back until July. We don't know if Seve's going to be back at all. Yeah. And if you if you have Gio Gonzalez, you have Gio Gonzalez. And if that means Holder or even my guy Herman, both are kind of my guy. If either of them has to miss a 
little bit of PT on the Yankees to have Geo around, I think I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Because just to lose him, and then if again, everyone, it's not like the injury bug just ends. <laughs> like there's gonna be more coming, and I would just want to have him involved with the team. So that's where I'm at. Okay. I uh, I agree. Like call him up. Why lose him for nothing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I guess there's the forty man juggle, and you know, you could potentially be blocking Herman and Holder or whoever you want to block uh, Lasagna still. But I I don't know. It just feels like with how this season has been going, keep them around for a little bit. What if I put that picture of Cece in the Tarpons outfit on a shirt, just a picture, and underneath it just says Big Belly Season. I mean, you can ask around. I'm just talking about for myself. Belly, oh, okay. belly season. If it's a belly shirt, yeah. <laughs> I, then, that, then, then I'll let you do it if it's a midriff shirt. That's Then it's your shirt because you're the midriff Okay, that's guy. fine. Okay, I'll send you a midriff. That's, that's going to be great. I have one more thing before we end the show, Jake. Apparently, sure. Judge, everyone's raving about Judge's press conference today because he reacted to the Boone quotes about, oh, we're really close. Right. So I'm going to play it, and then we will give our take on it. Sound good? Sure. We got guys on base. We had quality at-bats. We, you know, we, you know, we fought to the very end every single game, you know, even especially this game when we got down, and I think it was 7-2, to two and a lot of people were counting us out. We had kept, you know, stringing, stringing together quality at-bats. And, um, you know, we just got to feed off of that momentum of, you know, continue those quality at bats and the results weren't you know what we wanted you know getting swept swept like that but um yeah we just got bit off those quality at bats man this team don't quit your manager characterized you guys as close do you feel like you guys are close to turning a corner turn a corner you um, playing better than you have yeah two weeks into the season you know it was young team that's, you know, they're battling, we're fighting. You know, we're battling fighting. We've been hit with adversities from the very beginning of spring training, you know, so it's just how it goes sometimes in baseball. Sometimes guys get injured, sometimes the ball doesn't fall your way, you know, but we can't, you know, hang our hat about it. And we just got to keep playing, keep battling like we do. How would you characterize the way you guys have played two weeks in the season? <clears throat> well, based on our record, not well. You know, um, of course, you want to go out there and win every single game, but um, no, it's just been a grind. But that's baseball. You know, it's, teams get prepared for a long season. We got a long season ahead of us, and you know, like I said before, every every game counts. You know, especially these ones. So that's why this sweep is is a big one. But you know, learn from it and just move on. What was everyone so happy about with this? I don't know. It's Aaron Judge, man. He could he could read a phone book, and people would enjoy it. I really think that we missed something here. I don't. Someone in the chat said they really they love that quote. Need to see the video with the judge quote. What, did we just play the video with the judge quote? Someone in the chat because that was nothing. I'm confused. I'll edit out the blank space if there's blank space. But everyone on Twitter was saying, "Okay, let's see." Do you have it? Um, maybe I see someone. Someone tweeted out like. Oh my God! Him reacting to that Boone quote. Uh, 
he says, uh, one of the reporters says, you know, do you guys feel like you're close to turning the corner? And Judge just kind of shakes his head like back and forth two times and he just goes, turn in the corner. Oh. And that's it. Okay. That's <laughs> nothing. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry you got sorry you got excited. I that. thought he I that <laughs> dude, it's all over Twitter. It's nothing. Boone yeah. speaks in platitudes. What are I mean He's Aaron Judge, dude. He could say anything and it makes the people happy. <laughs> it's really true. I, I say that all the time. Like I could just I could tweet out, I went to the gas station today, thought about Aaron Judge, and it would get like one hundred retweets. That's nothing. If if Aaron Boone said, Yeah, we just gotta get back and work hard, people would be like no, we have to win baseball games. If Aaron Judge says, you know what, we just got to get back and work hard, people would be like, that's the next captain of the New York Yankees. <laughs> that was a insane disappointment. Judge, Judge. Story of my life. Boone says a dumb platitude. Judge has a reaction like that's a dumb platitude. And we're, we're hailing him king or something? The fuck? Yeah. He's our, <laughs> <laughs> he's our king. He's our king. I love Judge. He's our king. <laughs> there, was no, there was nothing. What are we talking about here? <laughs> it's heavy stuff. I loved it. <laughs> All right. That's the end of this episode. We thank you for listening. If you want to support us on Patreon, that would be cool. $2 a month goes a long way for us. And hopefully we go to Chicago here and put together uh, a series. Uh, uh, put together one full game. That would be nice, Is huh? And is this like the first not, injured guy coming back too? CC, the the first arrival of any of the troops. So maybe this is this is a step. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, Jim, I know we're supposed to end the episode, but you can point to a ton of things this series that if Aaron Hicks was playing center field, oh, if Brett oh, Gardner was no. in left, yes, Hicks is missed dearly. This series made me realize how much Hicks is missed, dude. If Hicks is in center and Guardy's in left, so much bad shit doesn't happen in the outfield. Like, so much. And the whole leadoff situation isn't a problem because I don't have to hear people act like that's the problem. So that helps right. me out. And Hicks can go all lefty and righty. Hicks has missed so much more than people realize. People aren't running on him. He's making catches. Clint doesn't have to play left. Also, one last thing. When Hicks comes back, everyone's saying Gardy becomes the fourth outfielder and Clint becomes the left fielder. Uh, 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 uh. Stan Stanton becomes the left fielder, if anything, and Clint becomes a DH because that dude can't catch a fly ball. Yeah. Wow. That's man. You're I'm not gonna, gonna do you're thing. not gonna DH Stanton and put Clinton left. You're not gonna do it. Yeah, I think I think against some righties, you're gonna see. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a straight up platoon. I think that's going to surprise people. Well, I don't think anymore. I think so. Still, there's, dude. I I got into these I got into these heavy arguments where people are like, yeah, but Gardy's old and he's not having a great start, and Clint's got all this potential and he hit the home runs, and it's like, okay, let's take out potential, let's take out age, and let's take out potential. And let's talk about where they're at right now. One's got defense, one doesn't. One has power, one doesn't really. But one can still put together in a bat. I don't know. Well, we'll see, people. Clint has one more home run than Guardy this year. But that's just me being obnoxious. Right. That I, Clint has way more power than Guardy. I was just being yes. obnoxious. Anyway. Oh, I, 
Well, if you're still listening, we thank you very much for listening to the episode, and hopefully we uh, eased the tension of this terrible series a little bit. I know I'm coming out happier than I was when we went in. There's some fun times to be had here, and we uh, will see you on Sunday night, Monday morning, going back to the stadium, homestand. Let's beat the White Sox. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.